Welcome aboard the Jungle Cruise. I'll be your skipper and guide down the rivers of adventure. You know, we always turn and take a last good look at the dock and wave goodbye because uh, <laughs> we may never see it again. Hey everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Carousel Project. We are so excited to be back with another episode and to talk about such a fun topic today. But first, my name is Josie, and you can find me on all socials at Josie Maida. And I'm Kate Killebrew. You can find me on all socials at Kate Killebrew. And I'm Epcot Adam. We're just going to start going by Epcot Adam at this point. And you can find me on all socials at Epcot Adam. Yeah, you love can. It. <laughs> How dare you try to I steal know. my I thunder, know. Kate? I said love it. How dare did you? Adam, did you see that? I did. <laughs> that, I did. Adam, is that not my yeah, you can moment? Did you see her try to steal my yeah, you can moment? I did. I did. As long I, as you I, saw it. As yeah. Long, as long as I'm not alone in this in this. I'm speechless. Gross I'm speechless. discretion. Honestly, <laughs> me too. <laughs> I'm embarrassed to be me, honestly. <laughs> Before we get too off track, Kate, do you want to tell them about our new Patreon? Yes. In case you missed it, we are now on Patreon. The Carousel Project podcast now has a Patreon. We have five different tiers. They are A ticket through E ticket, just like the old fashioned ticket books. A lot of fun. Um, and some of the highlights that you can expect from our tiers are our special Facebook group, the Carousel Project crew. We also have bonus episodes that we're very excited Ooh, about. Two are currently loaded on there, and there will be more with each season to come. And then you also just get behind-the-scenes exclusives. You'll get to know what our full season is ahead of time, you know, five-minute previews of the episodes before they go up, fun stuff like that. If you guys want to help support this passion project, our Patreon is the best way to do so, and the link to it is in the show notes. And I will do something crazy for whoever the first Patreon person is. <laughs> oh, I don't know what that something yeah. crazy is going to be, but I will do something she crazy. Will. And what I love about the <laughs> bonus episodes are the fact that that they go along with episodes from that same season. Yeah. So there's a little bit extra information, something on the topic that in the episode we didn't have time to dive into. You get that extra bit. Um, so I just think it's really, really fun and I'm so excited. But our question for today, because we're talking about the one, the only, the Jungle Cruise is, what do you like better, the Jungle Cruise or the Jingle Cruise? I can go wow. first this time because I know you guys hate that. Wow. I, I thought that was oh, only reserved for the star of the show. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but you know that we'll I hate allow going it. first because I don't want to seem like a brat. Like, I share it. I'm not going to be like, I go first every time, you know? <laughs> You're shaking it up. It's fine. Uh, yeah, I'm shaking it up. Shake it up, I, I am going to say, well, you tried to shake it up earlier with my, I know. during my moment. During my some yeah, people you are only here for the yeah you can. They turn it off right afterwards, and they're going to be unsatisfied. Yeah, that's all they listen to. <laughs> I don't really like the Jungle Cruise. I gotta go any time of year. Yeah, I gotta go. My mic is on the floor. But I'm really excited for this episode because I love the history of the Jungle Cruise, and I love the marketing we're going to get to talk about with the jungle cruise i really love the history of it i think it's so cool like i love the idea of the jungle cruise this sounds so pretentious and weird i just don't like when i get on the ride i don't actually have that much fun or i do every like once in a blue moon but i'm not waiting on that line and going on it all the time yeah. it's just not I it's feel just not that. my it's just not like it's it's fun when i go on it every once in a while but 
I'm not like obsessed with it, but I yeah. can love appreciate it for history. what it is. Yeah, I love the history of it. I think it's really, really, really cool, but I just don't like want to go on. And also the line for it at Disney World is always so it's long. ridiculous. And yeah. you like go down into that little area yeah. and then right. it's like you're like, oh, it's not that bad, and then it's horrible. It's so bad. And yeah. at Disneyland so it's never like more than half an hour unless it's like holiday season. It's never a long way to Disneyland. So it's huh. much more just like, oh haven't done this in a couple months. It's 15 minutes right now. Let's go do it. Yeah. As opposed to Walt Disney World where it's always, you know, 45 to you know 120 yeah and just i hate going down into that queue area it's like down those yeah. steps and for some reason i feel like people get like confused and just like yeah. stand there and i mm-mm. it is just not for me so jungle cruise or jingle cruise josie <laughs> um <laughs> you didn't answer the question <laughs> i don't know i'm saying i don't really have I she mean, said pass so she said neither <laughs> smash or pass smash or pass um i'm i don't know i don't really think i I don't really i i normally try to get on like once a season for the jungle cruise but the line is even worse and then i'm like well i don't even like it very much so i never go on it so i guess normal jungle cruise is what i have to go with i'm so sorry people i know people have such big opinions about about the beloved jungle cruise but it just doesn't float my boat You should have been a chipper girl with those. those I know. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. I know. Caitlin? Well, um, I have to say I'm in a similar camp with the Jungle Cruise feels as you, only because I know that I go so often, it's not a must-do for me like every trip. Usually I Mm -hmm. only find myself on it if somebody doesn't go that often or they want to do it because – I, while I enjoy it, like you said, I'm not going to wait in the line. In fact, the last time I went on a Jungle Cruise on either coast was during the 50th when we were literally just trying to find things to do oh, and I fell no. yes. asleep Kate, Kate on fell the asleep boat multiple from times not next to sleeping. Me. With her I phone did. in her I hand. Have, she, I have fallen asleep. She did, the, on, she yeah. did the fall forward and pick her head up really I quick did, thing. I did, because like, that's the only way times. I can fall asleep in public. I can't, like, I'm not a normal person that can just be asleep. Like, my body just has to, like, wake itself up anytime I fall asleep. So, yeah, my my friend Mike and Adam, like, I'm surprised neither of them filmed <laughs> me, honestly, because I know it was a few times. But I actually do enjoy the Jingle Cruise, though, just because we don't get any major attraction overlays Mm -hmm, on this mm -hmm. coast so the fact that they go so all out with the decor for that i do love it but i'm like you i'm not gonna wait like i'm gonna wait like 25 minutes max to do anything in the park so i get it yeah Yeah. i just i don't know i don't know it's just not my favorite i wish we did have more like holiday overlays at walt disney world i really do wish we did yeah, I mean, usually I end baby. up doing it. <laughs> I'm coming. We are. We'll be there in September. Um, what about you, Adam? Okay, so. Where do you fall? Uh, unlike my uh, two lovely co-hosts, Ooh. I love, 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 love the Jungle Cruise. When I was a kid and probably through high school, like, my dream job was to be a skipper. And Really? Yeah, and I would go on Skipper over and over Adam. and, like, memorize the jokes and, like, in my head put together, like, my own version of, like, collecting everyone's jokes and, like, yeah. blending them together. And 
Yeah, so I love both versions, um, but for me, Disneyland's classic Jungle Cruise version is number one. As it should be. I get that. As it should be. So that is a perfect place, Adam, as you talk about the original Jungle Cruise. That is the best place to start um, some of the history behind this attraction. And I love that, um, you know, it was originally planned, you know, in the very, very, very beginning to be a part of Disneyland right from the start, which is so cool because that's going back so far in Disney history. This is obviously a project that Walt Disney touched himself. Um, when I worked there, there's a few things that come in here that go towards why I love the history so much, but the jungle cruise was supposed to be inside of true life Adventureland, which ended up being shortened to Adventureland, which was based on, um, the true life adventure series, which was a series Walt had where he kind of showed off animals and, you know, things from around the world and the logo for club 33 is based off of that true life adventure series the logo for club 33 here in walt disney world you know how it's a compass and then the true Mm -hmm. life adventure series Mm. logo is a compass um and so they're kind of based off of one another so i kind of think that that's cool that there's that connection there and it really was me working at club 33 that got me into interested in the history of the jungle cruise because I worked at the Club 33 location in Magic Kingdom and, you know, it's in Adventureland. So there was kind of some connection there. Um, and so I, I really liked learning about the Jungle Cruise. And while I was there, I was able to learn a lot about stories about Walt throughout history. And he had went on a Jungle Cruise of his own on his travels. And that is kind of what inspired um, this jungle cruise was his travels for the true life adventure series. So, mm-hmm. or I, I can't remember. I don't want to say, I want to say it was for the true life adventure series, but it could have just been travels on his own. So don't hold me to that one. But, um, I thought that was really cool. And I love how it made its way, you know, into the parks and has created this really cool storytelling across adventure land on both coasts. But it's really neat to see how it started all the way 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 back when and i just love that you know as we talked about in our disneyland opening episode you know they they broke ground 366 days before this park would open to the public and i just think it's so amazing like you know that means they they literally started from scratch on all this and the fact that they could build you know this now iconic attraction to be ready for opening day and it's still to this day yeah a full jungle jungle cruise like it to me it's just wild that how much they got done you know in such a short period of time absolutely insane and i know this attraction was a big part of that for him like he wanted uh, originally he wanted real animals on the jungle cruise so that would have been even more chaotic but um, animal kingdom 1.0 Yes, exactly. And that's why I love that, you know, Kilimanjaro Safaris did come to be, you know, because that did bring that element that Walt had originally wanted for Jungle Cruise to life, you know, decades later. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it really is. It's interesting, like, how, like you said, from this True Life Adventure series that he did and he saw so much success with, he was able to go and turn it into an attraction that guests of all ages still love you know decades later mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so should we talk a little bit about the inspiration and design behind the original jungle cruise i think that sounds wonderful let's kate. do it kate 
perf. So Harper Goff, um, he actually referenced a non-Disney film, The African Queen, um, from 1951, Mm -hmm. with his ideas for the attraction. He even used... um, like he modeled the steamer from the movie the the ride vehicles were modeled after the steamer from this movie mm-hmm. and then um they talk about this in the um behind the attraction episode and some of the other stuff that you can see like uh the imagineering story about bill evans who was responsible for like landscaping disneyland and eventually disney world but with this specific project on such a budget of trying to create a jungle out of, you know, California orange groves, he had to get very creative with his landscaping ideas. So while they were able to get some tropical plants imported, um, they had to also get a lot of character plants, which were non-exotic, but they appeared exotic in the right context. So like, were not jungle plants, but could look like they were jungle plants. And then my favorite part was them replanting the orange trees upside down so that way the roots were exposed and they kind of looked like some sort of you know foreign um you know jungle plant when it's literally just the orange trees replanted in a creative way so um and then of course the water is dyed brown to hide the ride mechanism and then the depth of the water which is approximately three to eight feet deep well did you know that Jungle Cruise was originally supposed to be on the other side of Disneyland? No, I didn't know that. (gasps) What? So Jungle Cruise was originally supposed to be on the other side of Disneyland, and because of what Kate was just talking about, how budget was really, really tight, they realized Mm -hmm. that a lot of the plants and something to do with the orange groves and basically what was on the land before, if they Mm -hmm. put Adventureland and the Jungle Cruise on the other side of the park, there was a lot more plants that they could use that area and keep those plants so they literally moved not only the jungle cruise but all of adventureland that kind of does make sense though because isn't the is the dominguez family tree on on in adventureland adam i believe so yes it is it's yeah it's in this area it's like i think it's by indy kind of over by that area but you know along the jungle cruise path so wait, I guess it would kind of make sense, like you said, that if they already had to keep, if they had so much extra stuff over there and they were kind of already keeping some things to kind of go off of that. But no, I didn't realize that. I, it's kind of wild to think about it being on the Tomorrowland side Seriously. of the park. That's Right, isn't that crazy? Yeah, nuts, 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 nuts. So, yeah, I thought that was super, super cool. And yes, the Dominguez family, they had the orange grove and... um that's where you know the the eucal it was eucalyptus trees um and they added plants from six different continents and then like kate said they also added other plants that you know weren't too crazy but five acres of land were cleared for the ride wow and i think that um you know they talked about how this was kind of the inspiration for when walt said that the park would continue to grow and become more beautiful not only that these plants would grow but also apparently um there was a time where walt heard someone say like no we can't go on the to their kid we're not going to go on the jungle cruise (laughs) this time because we already did it and that's when he realized (laughs) that the park would need to grow and change or people would just come once and then you know, not really want to return. Um, And so the Jungle Cruise kind of inspired that very, very important idea about the parks. Um, And so I think that's really, really cool. And the the animatronics at the time were were super groundbreaking as well. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and I I watched the um, Behind the Attraction episode 
for research and they they talked about that comment that that lady made about the jungle cruise and it for me it's such an odd concept because part of the reason i keep going back is the nostalgia of the attractions but i do understand some people once they do it once they don't need to do it again Mm -hmm. kind of thing so it, it was it was smart thinking and that's what I thought was kind of interesting. Well, yeah, Kate asked to do It's Tough to Be a Bug every, every time. Oh, gosh. I can't get enough. I can't get <laughs> enough. If you don't like It's Tough to Be a Bug, that's that? embarrassing. Keep it to yourself. Keep it to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, the I, th- I thought it was interesting kind of getting to hear how they made their way through the different spiels of, like, the skippers, how it was originally much more, um, you know, serious, not, like, the punny, tongue-in-cheek situation that it is now. Yeah, I thought that was crazy. I thought it's always been, like, funny and jovial. But in the beginning, no, it was very much, like, Walt had wanted it to be real animals. He had wanted it to be a real jungle cruise, just like he had experienced. true life adventure. Exactly. And so I was really surprised because no that's not what we know today I also thought it was so crazy that it was a sea ticket attraction and the tickets had to be purchased from a little Adventureland ticket booth which is just I don't know to me that's like so crazy still to think about yeah so out there I'm surprised that it was a sea ticket attraction. Right. right. I would think he would consider it one of the highlights but I mean I think right? e-tickets weren't I think e-tickets weren't um, actually like rolled out until a few years in, I think is what mm, I read. So yeah. they may have just started with like A through D or A through C. I'm not sure. We could do a whole episode on tickets. Let's I think that it. would be really fun. Yep. Let's That'd do be really it. Cool. Maybe next season. I know. How crazy is that? We already have season four planned I out. Know. So you suckers, if you're interested in a in a ticket episode, you got to stick around till next season. But yeah, so I thought it was really cool. It was based on the Asian, African, and South American jungle. So, you know, they kept it kind of um, nondescript, you know, so it could kind of be like a, a blend Anywhere. of these places. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, they used to shoot at the hippos. What? Like... Yeah, I so I... I saw, like, during the Behind the Attraction episode, they were talking about, like, the guns and how they've, like, how they used to be firing guns and then they were prop guns and, like, they were gone and then they came back. Um, I did a little bit of research on, like, major changes on all four versions around and, like, some of that is covered with the guns. And then I even found um, a chart of, like, what the different gun signals were. But I'll wait until we get... A little deeper in i i was weird and i looked into like all the names of the different boats that's not um, weird um and Why i will, we love you and i will say i'm kind of surprised because the disneyland boats are not as like alliteration ish as like walt disney world and beyond like they have some that are like kissimmee kate which Part of that for me is like Kissimmee's in Florida. What's it doing over in California? But whatever. Um, but um, I did think it was cool that the Congo Queen was the one that they painted gold for Disneyland's 50th. Yeah. Um, and Disneyland has 12 vehicles in total, but only nine are running at a time. Um, but just to give you an example, like they have one called Amazon Bell versus like. In Magic Kingdom, it's Amazon Annie. So it's like, you know, in Magic Kingdom, Aww, it's Amazon a little Annie. more. Yeah, like all of the Magic Kingdom Very ones cute. are like Congo Connie, you know. Yeah. Irrawaddy Irma. Like they're all alliteration. I still can't get over the painting the attraction cars gold yes. for the 50th. 
I cannot get over that. Honestly. It was so good. One on every one of the 1955 attractions, which I think yep. is so cool. It's such a fun way to celebrate. I wish it's they such had an copied easy it. way to celebrate. Well, truly. I feel like, like I'm sure they didn't do it for the 50th year because they were like, it's already been done kind of a thing. But sometimes things have already been done because they're amazing and so cool and you should do them again and again. Yeah, I think it would have been fun, especially because they highlighted the opening day attractions in the vault collection stores like they have the sign that shows the list i think it would have been fun to yes the vault collection is the best truly truly the best thing to come out of the 50th. i know I and i keep so seeing uh, truly and i keep seeing new things drop and i'm like and i need that too and i need mm-hmm. that too i saw mm-hmm. a new um i think it's america on parade i think i saw something else drop from that collection there's a, and... a shirt but it was still kind of like a, a weird cut um, looking it wasn't just like a standard t-shirt that most people would want to buy yeah like mm. i need to look into it um i back to jungle cruise i yeah, think sorry. it's crazy no <laughs> I love it. I love that we always have, we just have so much to talk about over here. The best part of the day. So I just, I can't believe how many things have been also removed from the Jungle Cruise oh, yeah. over the years. Like there have been so many changes. Originally there were mm-hmm. monkeys, like just monkeys that were like first day and they were just like gone. Like they were removed and they never returned like a year in. It did look like the monkeys were doing something to each other that they should oh. not do. Okay, well... In a theme park. And so maybe that's why they were removed. Because people were like, it looks like those monkeys are doing (laughs) Doing something. something. Doing Um, something. So they were removed. And then there were also originally native peoples and a headhunter. And that's kind of been an issue with the Jungle Cruise kind of, I mean, throughout history. I feel like we're still kind of going through this. Um, Maybe is it better now? I know that Trader Sam, again, it would be so helpful if I went on this ride. I know Trader Sam was recently removed, right? Yeah, removed. So um, there's been, it's been kind of not a perfect past with the Jungle Cruise. No. Well, what they did is they, um, they've, they've added new scenes on both, um, both coasts they now have like the monkeys that took over one of the ships um so that's like kind of a fun scene in replace i think that replaced like the native people like tribal stuff i think that's yes. where that used to be and then um yep. where trader sam used to be they now have like a cute little setup where it's like a gift shop and it's being run by isn't it being run by monkeys as well yeah. adam because we wrote it together yep. and it's really fun because at the end they have like an old-timey camera and it's like the and monkeys are taking your picture and they're like feel free to like grab a souvenir from trader sam's like we have all the best like souvenirs so they that's the kind of the vibe they went with it now and um for me it was a little trippy to go on the disneyland jungle cruise for the first time because um it was right when they had made the changes and Mm -hmm. so we went to the piranhas part and we don't have the piranhas part at walt disney world and so when the piranhas were happening i look at adam like is this new and he's like no no this has been here (laughs) like at at least 10 years oh yeah Yeah. i've never been on the one in disneyland the piranhas were added in wait let me see 2005 for the 50th it was added on 5405 so the day before the happiest homecoming on earth or happiest celebration on earth depending on which park you're in um (laughs) it was added for that so 
been around a while. Um, been around a while. I can't wait to go on rides in Disneyland. Maybe I, I will make a special appearance on the Jungle Cruise in Disneyland for sure. I oh, also think, girl, you know what home. I also yeah. think is crazy? How many times like in Disneyland the whole area has been redone? So I guess yeah. the Watchtower, you know that iconic picture of what the Jungle Cruise used to look like? where they had the watchtower that yeah. was originally there and then they removed it a few years later because it wasn't workable anymore because the mm-hmm. trees had grown so tall oh. that the cast members when they went up there they couldn't see the boats anymore so it didn't right. really so matter there was no point so then so then they redid it and took it out and then again when they added indiana jones now again i didn't go on indiana jones when i went to disneyland Chosey. i missed a lot i don't I know. know how that happened you fly I out here tomorrow i don't know how I'm it ready. happened Let's i'm so go. sad it's about my it favorite. i can't wait to go on it fly but, out here tomorrow i'm going wednesday we can go on it okay i'll be there <laughs> i wish i wish um but yeah i <laughs> it's crazy it truly is crazy how many times they've you know kind of like redone stuff over in that area um and so i think that was nuts and you know that was pretty quick like in 1962 and 63 they had a seven million dollar overhaul that's not that many years after the park first opened yeah that's when they added the indian elephant pool and then the lost safari the lion no, scene expanded, and then it mm-hmm. got more graphic. The lions were eating more the of the zebra. zebra, like it was ripped more yeah, apart. Like, wow. ooh, like, wee, like I don't know. Oh, I also <laughs> loved in talking about when it was after that expansion. It was then, of course, the next big thing was that it was brought over to Walt Disney World for 1971. Yes. Um, and I love that Mark Davis was brought in again. So there's that coast to coast, like as you talked about earlier. But apparently, there were some frogs. Some infamous yes. frogs. The frogs, the frogs um, from the Amazon, they were taken out in 1973. And I, I guess heard, in the Amazon scene. Yes, and I heard that the reason it was taken out was because Dick Nunes like didn't like them and thought they were ridiculous. And I really? love that because I've met Dick Nunes. So <laughs> anytime I see anything with him, I'm like, oh, that's so cool. But yes, apparently he was like, these are ridiculous or something like that. And they were that's removed, which I just funny. think is hysterical. Yeah, and then um, I saw that the, like, the African veld, is that how you say that word? Yeah, veld. Yeah, the African veld scene was enclosed with trees to hide the Grand Floridian in 1986. I thought that really? was interesting. Wow. Yeah, because I guess with the construction of Grand Float, you could, I guess, see the hotel from that scene that once was probably just, like, woods or something. So I thought that was interesting. So in 1986, they had to do that. Um, The crashed airplane scene was added in 1994. That makes sense. Great movie ride. Um, You know, backlot tour, all that jazz. Um, And then, yeah, the skipper guns were removed in 1998 at Walt Disney World. And they would come back in 2004. Why would they bring them back? I guess maybe people complain that they were gone, but that seems kind of crazy that they were like, we're not going to have guns because this is a bad idea to like well, be showing that there are guns killing endangered animals. And then they were like, yeah, nah, bring them back. Well, and the weird <laughs> thing is, is like they're all different time frames with the guns going away. Like it, the guns went away in Magic Kingdom in 1998, um, like right around disney's animal kingdom opening so maybe like people were thinking it was real animals and animal kingdom had just opened i don't know like that seems odd to me so they got them taken away in magic kingdom in 1998 three years later in march of 2001 the guns would be removed from disneyland 
Um, Tokyo Disneyland, mid-90s, early 2000s, the blank firing guns were replaced with wire props that made gunfire sounds. And as far as Hong Kong Disneyland goes, it looks like they never had the guns They never had those guns. Um, But yeah, the guns would come back to Disneyland and Magic Kingdom in 2004. Like, they... They would both make their return, like, right around October, November 2004, for whatever reason. So, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. I, I yeah, I think that's I very, very interesting. I wonder like, I what, like, the don't. back and forth was. Yeah. Yeah. What was, Adam, do you remember the guns? Oh, yeah. Yep. Do you, do you remember why they took them away? I don't know. I don't, I don't know if they ever really came out and said it yeah and they're, mm-hmm. just, they're just like makes oh maybe, maybe people won't notice yeah i feel like back then <laughs> they didn't come out and say big things like that the way that That's they true. kind of have to now but yeah. um does they that should bring just pay them go away green no one would know they're there <laughs> i mean basically i do think it's kind of fun that all four of the jungle cruise versions opened on opening day for the four parks they're in so for those who don't oh, really know, that's really, yeah. that is a really cool fact, Kate. So, for those who don't know, Jungle Cruise is at Disneyland in Anaheim, Walt Disney World, Magic Kingdom in Orlando. Um, Jungle Cruise colon Wildlife Expeditions is in Tokyo Disneyland Resort. And then Jungle River Cruise is at Hong Kong Disneyland. And like I said, all four opened on opening day with the parks. So, I thought that was fun. Because that's not that's always really the cool. case. That's yeah. Not always no, the it's case. not. Mm-mm. That just, I think, goes to show, like, how successful this ride is if they were putting it in as, like, not an afterthought, but, like, okay, it's going to be there for the opening of the parks, you know? I will say that I noticed um, at Tokyo Disneyland Resort, uh, their their chief, Nami, which is basically, like, their salesman, Sam, um, he started offering bananas instead of shrunken heads in 2008 at the oh, Tokyo. Oh, interesting. One. So, like, mm. they made that point. Um, and they removed all guns and skulls in 2014. Like, I guess all signs of guns and skulls in 2014 for that one. Um, also, Hong Kong Disneyland had a Halloween seasonal overlay for an event um, for Jungle Cruise. That's called... Halloween sounds like a really cool, like a spooky Jungle Cruise. Right, a scary Jungle Cruise sounds yeah. a lot cooler than Christmas Jungle Cruise, in my opinion. Yeah. So, obviously, um, Hong Kong Disneyland opened in 2005. We talked about that last episode. But, um, so a year later, they added the piranha scene and enhanced... Um, the Headhunters Territory, the African Ved, Veld, and um, the Gorilla Camp. 2007, so two years in, they did a pirate takeover from May to August yes, with the I've name change that. of um, Jungle River Cruise colon Pirate Takeover. And Ooh. then eight years later, they would do a seasonal overlay for a Halloween event called Jungle River Cruise curse of the emerald trinity which that sounds so cool see i would like jungle yeah i want that like yeah i think that kind of stuff is really cool and limited time um but yeah i mean everything else is pretty much pretty much the same i feel like for disneyland and magic kingdom they obviously have like little changes one change i did notice though was in 2000 um, Magic Kingdom would get reconfigured for Fast Pass, which, as we know, Fast Pass would start like right around that time, mm-hmm. um, and that's when it also got more of a rustic um, makeover. So, 
yeah so that's fun I love what I love most about Jungle Cruise is how I feel like the parks have expanded upon it in the last few years. Now, most yes. recently, we obviously have seen yep. the movie and we're yes. going to talk about that. But what I love is the storytelling and the way that they've continued to pour that storytelling out over throughout Adventureland. So I love the Jungle, the jungle Cruise Skipper Canteen. I know it's really like the Jungle Navigation Co. Skipper Canteen. Yeah. I love that. I think it's so cool that it's supposed to be that it's a restaurant based on the ride. Like how cool, yeah. I don't think it gets enough hype because how pumped would we be if there was a restaurant based on like Haunted Mansion or there was a restaurant based on like, I don't know, any of them. Country a- Bear any, any ride. <laughs> well, for me, <laughs> it feels like such a nice tie back to like what we used to see in like the late eighties, early nineties from Disney Imagineering, where they tried to really infuse a backstory into every aspect. Yes. Of and it was an original. Area. Yes. And it's original storytelling. That's what I love so, about it too. Yes. Is that they're putting money exactly. and time into something it's that's original storytelling. Or, yeah. Yes. Because we yeah. don't really see original storytelling in the parks very much anymore. Um, in my opinion, I think it's especially because they're trying to infuse like, more Disney, more families. They're trying to like get new people in the parks people. and those, yeah. exactly. And those, the, you know, the people that they're trying to get into the parks, they're trying to show them like, Hey, you love, I don't know, the movie Coco or Moana. Come see that stuff in the parks. Um, but I think mm-hmm. it's really cool. And I miss the original storytelling. If they announced a ride that was like original storytelling, that would make me more pumped than any kind of like Same. crossover by a well, lot. And what's really cool about Skipper Canteen, which I must admit I've never eaten there before. Um, it just has You haven't? Wait, Adam, have you been there? Yeah. I was going to say, if Adam's been there, then I'm a really You are behind. Well, you guys know that I went because when I worked at Club 33, we shared, like, the kitchen with them. And then I also dated the gym while I was working there. So I went all the time. What do you mean? Oh, you knew that. No, I know. Josie knows the owner. (laughs) Josie knows the owner. (laughs) This was many moons ago before Pasquale. Who Before, obviously pre pre pizza pre, pre Pasquale pre. <laughs> <laughs> Can we call like pre Pasquale that, that era PP? The PP era, PP. yeah, the PP terrible. era. <laughs> Both Adam and Kate were there for it, and um, yeah. we don't want to go back to the PP. We had no. a lot of people in our life in the PP that just were not deserving. <laughs> yeah, so. no. it's true. It's so, true. So, you know, we're better. I, but yes, anyway, he was he was fine. He was great. That's not the point. But um, yes, I went all the time. And for a while, they had that melon soda that used to be a Club Cool. You could get a full cup oh. of it there. And Ooh. I absolutely loved that. The melon it, frosty Yes, one? it was so Ooh, good. I, I was it. so sad when they got rid of it from Club Cool. But yes, for a while you were able to get a full big bright green glass of it there and it was so good but I love Dang. that and then I'm I'm dying to go oh the tropical I was gonna say the tropical hideaway but that's not that's a well, Disneyland that's a, no but it's not it's not about Jungle Cruise duh that's well I was gonna say just a little bit more about Skipper Canteen specifically oh please do I could talk about Skipper Canteen all day baby I love it there. so it serves as the main headquarters and mess hall of the Jungle Navigation Co like you said um but the three rooms are like so cool. have a bunch of additional hidden details in them mm-hmm. that like Everything. Disney history fans will love so it's so cool the main room has family portraits of Albert Falls and his family, which we hear a little bit more about Alberta Falls now um, 
his granddaughter, I believe, his granddaughter, in the new mm-hmm. story that they've put out. Um, so I thought that that's fun that like most people don't pick up on that kind of stuff, but the Disney, the Disney detail people, the Disney history people can go and look. It truly looks so cool. You do feel like you're in, like, it's a very experiential dining location, like something you can only find at Disney, similar to like be our guest you know what I mean and I I really think it's underhyped I really do think it's underhyped because it's it's so I need to go eat there sometime it's just I'm pickier so I never really push myself to go but I would like to go sometime maybe now that we've done this episode we'll have to the go. food is let's super go. cool yeah we can take next time you come kate let's make a reservation and take our followers on carousel project along for the let's ride let's do it um so then the second area is actually the meeting room of the society of explorers and adventurers and i would personally like to do an episode or a series on the society of explorers and adventurers in the future um, but I will just mention the members in a second because I think it's really cool how they connect it. Basically, Disney has connected all of these attractions around the globe through the Society of Explorers and Adventurers. Um, but then the third room is the Jungle Room, and this is the Falls Family Parlor. So again, you're really getting like this more themed, homey feel out of just a restaurant that could literally just have, you know, wallpaper and not be anything Yeah, they went all out. And they did they, all they, these details. It's, it's really, really, really insane. It, it is a really cool restaurant. Again, super, super, super underrated. But yeah, each room has its own feel. There's one that definitely feels like, like a library. It was the first place yeah, I went to eat after the, the pandemic. Room. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's it was so where cool. we went during our cast member preview before the park even opened to the public. Love that. Because it was open, wow. which was super cool. But yeah, it and the food is great. And they have a secret menu. Ooh, we which, love like, a Which, like, where menu. at Disney do they have an actual secret menu that's, yeah. like, not listed? Because I feel like a lot of times they're just like, it's a secret menu, but then it's, like, right on the menu and it just says yeah. secret menu and secret you're like menu. Oh, this is people not a don't secret. really get how secret menus work but it's really truly a secret menu and it is delicious it's like i think the brazilian cheese bread is on it but Ooh. yeah i think we should do an episode now are those adventurers are they the same ones that are connected back to the club that was at um downtown disney Yes, so I was just going to name these off real quick. We're obviously not going to get into it, but I'm just going to explain, like, how deep this storyline goes as far as, like, attractions. So the members are Harrison Hightower III. That's where you get the Tower of Terror reference, the version over in Tokyo Disney Sea, I believe. It has the Hightower theme. Um, You have Henry Mystic of Mystic Manor. That's a version of Haunted Mansion. Um, in Paris. Over a, yes, in Paris. And was closed when I went to Paris. But anyway, uh, go on. I'm no not wait. Salty. Mystic Manor is in is in um Hong Kong. Phantom Hong Manor. Kong, is... It's in Ho- it's in Hong oh, Kong. Yeah, okay. Phantom yeah. Manor is in okay. Paris. Okay. Okay. Look at our See, fact checker. I haven't. Thank you, because I have not for... left the country to go to other parks, so I have no idea. You know who's gone to more more other parks out of this country than any of us? Pasquale. Pasquale. Damn it, Pasquale. Yep. You would Dang. never guess, but Renee has been to Hong Kong. I need to, to get Kong. in the pizza business. He has been, <laughs> <laughs> He's been to Hong Kong and Shanghai. When are we having him as a guest to talk about his experiences? Probably would, he probably would offer nothing of exciting. He, he does not <laughs> He'd just pay talk attention. about pizza. He'd be like, yeah, I took some pictures with some Duffy Bears 
to send to this cute girl who I was friends with at the time, me. <laughs> and I, Aww. like, that would that would be it. The he plot have, thickens. The plot thickens. Yeah, we were just friends back then. But anyway, yes, he's been to so many. So go on. I'm so excited. I'm going to go to Tokyo. That's our next trip we need to plan. CPP to Tokyo. Oh, my gosh. Yep. I would love that. So, so far, we have Tower of Terror. We have a version of Haunted Mansion. We have, now we have Barnabas T. Bullion, Bullion, Bullion. He is the Big Thunder Mountain Railroad tie-in. Oh, um, then what? we have yes. Then we have Albert Falls with Jungle Cruise, obviously. Then we have Mary Oceaneer. Now this Miss Girl, she is a double tie-in. So you have the Oceaneer Labs on the Disney Magic Ship. So Ooh. she's tied into the cruise line. But then also at Typhoon Lagoon, there's Miss Adventure Falls. Apparently there's tie-ins with her there as um, well. So. Wow. The water parks at Disney have great theming too. Yes. And I am dying for a water park day because I have a pass with water park access. And yes, they have such... It's so cool. Then we have our boy Meriwether, Adam Pleasure from Pleasure Island. As we all know, which we're going to have to do a Pleasure Island episode eventually, the theming on Pleasure Island was insane. Every mm-hmm. building had a backstory. So Meriwether, Adam Pleasure, was the one who founded Pleasure Island. So he's a part of the Society of Explorers and Adventures, and he obviously had the Adventurers Club on Pleasure Island as well. So that's And look at in. those initials. Yes, C. And then, um, and then you've got, oh, yeah. And then you have um, Camellia Falco, and her attraction is Soaring, Fantastic Flight. It's at Tokyo Disney Sea, but from what I understand, it's like a Soarin' type attraction, but of course, it's like unique to Tokyo Disney Sea. Mm-hmm. So then you've got the Soarin' tie in. And then we have Jock Lindsay. Which yes. we know Jock Lindsay has his hangar bar over in Disney Springs. And Which I have not been there. Indiana Jones. Which is I've never cr- been there no. either. I've oh, never gosh, been there. Oh gosh, we've got to go, Which guys. Which is crazy because... Times. Really? Yeah. I've never been. I've never you even been You have other inside. friends, Kate. You go places yeah, without Kate, us? who did you go to? Who did you go with? I haven't been in years. I went probably in 2018 and 2019. Rude. But, like, they have this, like, popcorn that they put some kind of, like flavoring on and then they had drinks and like apps but yeah we should yeah go i again. think they've we expanded i've heard their apps list is great i have really wanted to go they always do i feel like they always do specialty stuff they do for like the Trader, holidays and I mean, stuff at, um, at, at the hangar, hangar bar, bar. they do they do for holidays and stuff they have the cool stuff but no i've never been okay so go on so the hangar bar which is another place that i do feel i mean especially i've never been there is underrated yeah because it has really cool theming as well so that was the tie-in of all the members, um, that, like the main members. That's eight of them. But there are actually additional tie-ins from what I found. My point is there will be a probably a series of, of episodes about the Society of Explorers and Adventures, but I think it's just so fun that they worked in this connection between these characters, you know, across the globe with these attractions, even to the cruise line and one of the water parks. So yeah I think that's really really cool I didn't know it went that deep and I didn't know it went to like newer things I thought it was oh only, girl like, it goes way things. deeper too like I I stopped myself at just like these members but like you know some of the things you can find in the attractions and you can find like crossovers like um the Trader Sam's locations um on both coasts you can find a lot of like little easter eggs from the other members of the Society of Explorers and Adventures like in you know, because they have so many props and stuff in there. Some mm-hmm. of them are, like, directly related to 
these other members. It's and wild. Trader Sam's is another incredible yes. thing, and has yes. it has its yes. own culture of its own with its tiki mugs. And yep. even though the character is now gone, Trader Sam's is such a such an incredible one of a kind, only a Disney kind of location. And again, these are the reasons why I love Jungle Cruise because of how detailed the storytelling is from it, and I just think it's like nothing else at the parks that it's inspired all of these different things um i i think that's just like the coolest thing in the world i'm voting when we go to disneyland we go do trader sam's oh we have to because i've I've never done that oh it's so good and i've only eaten outside at the trader sam's oh so you've never been inside inside. i've never been inside the magic or the the polynesian one i've only been inside the uh, really my friend is a manager there now so next time you guys come well i will say um i was only looking for jungle cruise specific things that you could find in the trader sam's locations and the disneyland one has three pretty cool ones so they have a bronze bust of albert falls oh that's they have a letter from charlie Allnut of the African Queen movie. And then oh, they have neat. the hat that Walt wore as a skipper on the Jungle Cruise. Those three things can be found in what? the Trader Sam's location at Disneyland Hotel. So that is crazy. And I love how they even tie in the movie that inspired the exactly. ride. I yeah. will say I'm always surprised and I want to know why, but the Trader Sam's and Walt Disney World does have a nod to they have a Nautilus cup. They do so nod to twenty thousand leagues under the sea. According to my research, the one in Disneyland is themed to Jungle Cruise and Adventureland, whereas the Grog Grotto location at Polynesian is themed to Jungle Cruise and Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. So That's you'll such find a, random a lot combo. more. Um, I agree. I agree. I just feel like they're trying. They're 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 trying to pull back out. That 20,000 leagues since we like lost it. You know what I mean? And it was yeah. such an important movie to Walt, I'm thinking. But yeah, you're right. It's not even an Adventureland attraction. I never even noticed it, honestly, besides the cup. Yeah. And you know that I pick up on stuff for 20,000 leagues under the sea. Well, I found a really great list of like things, but I only was pulling the Jungle Cruise stuff for this episode specifically. But I'll have to print that list out next time we go so we can look for the items. Yeah, there's that'd be all so kinds fun. of really fun details. Yes. I can't wait for you guys. Now I'm so pumped. We have so many places. We're going to do like a Jungle Cruise day when you guys come. And I'll go on it. (laughs) I will go on it for the Jungle Cruise day. It'll be a full day if you're going to go on it. I'll do anything for a themed day. That's a different story. Yeah. So I I thought that was fun. Um, I mean, I know one thing that they have at the, um, the Polynesian location is the animatronic of the... Um, the god that used to come up in the um, tiki room under new management mm-hmm. thing. Like, I think, I think there fun. definitely are tiki room vibes. And that's what I like yeah. is it's kind of like almost like there are some parts where they're connecting like all of the Adventureland stories. And that's kind of what makes me think of the tropical hideaway is because like I feel like they really have done such a great job. That's why I love Adventureland so much because I feel like there's just such cool storytelling there that kind of all somehow like blends together yeah i think i think it's really fun what they've done with that theme you know for decades now to keep it fun and exciting and full of adventure you know full of adventure yeah i think that club is like the coolest thing and then of course we have the jungle cruise movie and you know we love a movie themed 
about a ride. Yes. So I just need to say, I didn't watch the movie. Until I haven't last week. either. Until I haven't last watched week, it. I watched it, and it was I actually really good. I wanted to really watch good. it before this episode. I'm but dying I, to. But I was gonna say, Nick and I were actually at the um, the film expo at D23 where they announced this film and like Dwayne the Rock Johnson came out on like a jungle he came out like on a jungle cruise boat like rolling out on a jungle cruise boat Emily Blunt came out in like an old car they were on the stage they were talking it was really really fun um and when I was watching it uh it was a day we had bad weather so Nick was working from home too and he wasn't totally watching it because he was working but he's like yeah. I really want to rewatch this movie because it seems like it's a really cool story and it is um probably one of my favorite things about it is that um the tie-in for Trader Sam for this movie was mm-hmm. really cool oh I like that do you feel like it adds to the story or do you feel like it's just random because like I mean look at Haunted Mansion that's kind of just like random like it doesn't really fit the rest of the storytelling at all for the attraction so it does basically like in this film trader sam is a woman and she is like the chief of the tribe that is like helping them to get where they're trying to go Mm. and with the movie takes place in like i think the early 1900s um i should have written down the date but anyway it was early 1900s and like, at the end of the film, when they're talking about their adventures in this big, like, um, organization of men. Is this a They spoiler? were talking about... No, they were just talking about how, like, a woman was in charge of the, you know, the group. And the men all started, like, freaking out. And the guy was like, no, it actually worked really well. Like, they, you know, whatever. I just thought it was funny. <laughs> it was funny humor for the time that it was, like, so unheard of that, like a woman would be in charge, you know what I mean? So yeah. anyway, I thought that was a fun twist because, I mean, we know in Disneyland and Disney World, the Trader Sam animatronics looked very different. They they were completely different people. So um, I thought it was interesting that they went this direction with it to kind of tie everything in. Um, yeah, that is really cool. I'm, I'm really excited to see it. I mean, I love Haunted Mansion, don't get me wrong, and I love the Tower I of Terror movie. I haven't seen the movie in forever, yeah. What? I watch it at least once a year at Halloween time. No, I'm, I'm waiting for the new the to new bar. one to come out, which was filmed in Louisiana, so I'm it excited was? about that. Ooh, yeah. I'm excited about that. But I, Paris's I love boyfriend Golden. did lighting or something on what? the filming of it. Yeah, for a few days, yeah. Oh my I gosh. just stick to well, Muppets I'm excited. on the the true star. <laughs> the that true one star was good, too. Yeah, it really was. I love those movies, but I'm glad to see one that furthers the story, especially for something not as special as Jungle Cruise, but again, as we talked about, they have so much storytelling there already, so I'm yeah. glad they didn't go rogue, because honestly, when you look at the Haunted Mansion, like I know they have a bride, but there is no tie-in to the ride, to the storytelling no. on the ride. There's none at all. I will say this one I was very impressed with how they with how they tied in aspects of the attraction. I'll say that. Um, so yeah, if you guys haven't seen it, I would a hundred percent recommend. I actually wrote down a few things that I enjoyed, but since nobody's seen it, I will not share. No, no spoilers. And I wanted I, to watch it. But I did it want to mention too. about Trader Sam though, because I was curious if they were gonna add Trader Sam, you know, to the to the movie and I liked the the way they went about it. I thought it was fun and creative. Um, so actually there are some, um, Easter eggs from the film 
at Disneyland in the queue now, um, too. Oh, so, really? I w- I'm surprised yeah. they didn't add any to Walt Disney World. But when we were doing the PR for it, when I was on the Disney Parks team, they mm-hmm. did do a lot of it. They had a full red carpet in Disneyland, mm-hmm. which I was I saw incredible. That. They had yeah. Dwayne... Like, Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Emily Blunt were, like, up trying foods and stuff. And they did that on TikTok. And then they had, like, boat rides going past. So, like, Dwayne The Rock Johnson was, like, waving hello as they went by. They did a lot with cast members. They did early showings. They gave out, like, little Jungle Cruise skipper hats. Um that were like everywhere they came out with a jungle cruise board game which i actually just bought on my little staycation because remember kate when we were on that staycation with the girls trip yeah i bought one for kate and my our friend Allie. um but it was like sold out everywhere so i don't know if they're bringing (gasps) them back again or if i just got lucky but um i was like either way i'm gonna buy one for my collection because i thought that was such a cool thing from like this moment in time when everything really was like jungle cruise like for the movie and it was I, i think that's really cool and that that kind of shows like if they're willing to put so much behind like a movie and it's it's all about the synergy and I don't know I think it's really cool from the PR standpoint of how this older attraction has really stood the test of time to be included in the storytelling in them building um uh, Pleasure Island and then building a restaurant and creating a movie like it's really really cool because it's all kind of those things are authentic pieces of content but they're almost like huge movie long advertisements for the park yeah and I mean what I think well I think one of the reasons that it I mean obviously the rock did not create the story for this film but I do feel like him being a part of this film and he's if if you watch the behind the attraction episode on jungle cruise he talks about how much of a love he has for the Disney parks but also like jungle cruise so I feel like it was really important to him that if he was going to be in a film about this like iconic attraction from the very beginning of Disney parks that they had they needed to do it right because I think the that did not haunted mansion stuff like wasn't it so they were like if we're gonna do this we need to do it right um but yeah and I I think it's so great that he's he's involved with like the behind the attraction series as well on Disney right. Plus. Like mm-hmm. he's so heavily involved in that because that was, it's such even I say even I, but like truly even I learn things like watching it. And I feel like I've looked up everything I could possibly look <laughs> up about these attractions. So it is really cool to get these different perspectives in a different series on Disney plus. Um, but yeah, so you can find um, the clothes of the two main characters, Lily and Frank, hanging in Alberta's office. Um, the Conquistador's helmet is in the Safari Supply storage room. And then the map that is shown throughout the entire film is also hanging on the wall there as wow. well. So pretty good tie-ins from the movie. I love it. I think they did such a great job. And it's been so cool to see how this iconic attraction has helped to kind of like promote the park and bring people to the park and and you know had storytelling built around it for you know all of these years since the beginning of Disneyland yeah I agree so many years ago and 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 it's been really cool and I'm really excited to watch the to watch the movie too honestly I need to watch it tonight you'll have to let me know what y'all think because I really enjoyed it because I'm somebody who like 
I don't normally go for adventure type films. Mm-hmm. Once I'm watching it, I love it, but I'm not going to seek it out. So when I sat down to watch it, I was like, uh, but then I'm like, I need to watch it. But yeah. Like, 10 minutes in, I was like, okay, I'm in. Do you guys remember our COVID movie nights? Yes. Oh, yes. We watched the Muppet movie. Yes. Another lifetime. Another lifetime. Well, I guess. The fact that I was two years ago. I know. Is like I don't even want to think right about it. two years ago. Right? Yeah. Insane. Well, I think that's pretty much it. I think we did a really cool tour through the jungle in this episode. I love, again, I love the storytelling. It makes me so excited. I cannot wait for our jungle cruise get day when you guys come here and we're going to do jungle cruise, the ride, the navigation company and eat some lunch, go over to Trader Sam's and then do the same thing over in Disneyland. I can't wait for it. Let's do it. Yes, I can't wait. So that's it for this episode. If you want to chat with us some more, you can find us on Instagram at Carousel Project Podcast. And as always, if you want to go ahead and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, that's a great way to let us know that you enjoy this passion project of ours. And you can also rate us on Spotify. It's only a star rating, but all of that helps to get us out there to more Disney history loving people. Yes, and as always, share us with your friends and help us grow. And last but certainly not least, the Patreon is really, really cool. Kate did such a good job making all the different ticket class (laughs) systems. It's really fun. We can't wait to share those bonus episodes with you and to be able to chat with you one-on-one in our Facebook group. I'm so excited to use this as a new opportunity to build the podcast and build a little community where we can all talk and reflect upon some really cool moments in Disney history. So with that, thank you so much for listening. You have no idea how much it means to us. And that's it for this week's episode of The Carousel Project. Bye. Bye. Love you. Love Love you. you. Bye. Bye. Take care. Watch out. Take care. Now, around the bend comes the most dangerous part of our journey, the return to civilization. As we approach the landing, I uh, suggest you step off on the dockside. Uh, if you feel your feet getting wet, you've uh, gone the wrong way. Thanks for being aboard the Disneyland Jungle Cruise down the rivers of adventure. Visit us again soon in Walt Disney's Magic.